Hey folks, welcome to Relevance for Today. I'm Stephen Lewis, where God always comes first. Hey folks, down here in the studio, got the lights all set up. I'm excited, I'm pumped. I've got a great message for you today. It's to do with us stepping into the new year, folks. New season, new day, time to get boost to the ground, folks. It's gonna be some encouragement for you today. Hope you had a great Christmas. Love you guys, stay tuned. You're gonna enjoy this one. Okay, so we are back. I'm down here in the studio. Like I said, I keep talking about it. I'm very excited. Got a new piece of equipment coming soon. It's gonna help with the podcasting and broadcasting. I am pumped, I'm excited. Just doing the Lord's work. It's always exciting when you get out and put boots to the ground and you do what God's called you to do. So the first thing I wanna share with you folks, um, I just was blessed with being able to speak at the gathering place with Lois Flewellen and her crew. Wonderful family, wonderful group down there in Holton, Maine. Had a blast, shared my testimony as well as shared a word for 2020. And part of that word was a vision that the Lord gave me, and it's for all of us. It truly is, folks. So I had a blast doing that. Once again, thanks, Lois, and all the awesome folks down there at the gathering place. What a blessing. Truly a blessing. Family, body, Jesus Christ. Okay, so here we go. I want to share with you folks first the vision, and then I also have some notes here. I actually have the Bible verses and things all right down in here that I want to share with you folks and stay right to the point. This is the message. As 2019 rolls up, I want to share this from my heart. So first of all, I want to share on a vision that the Holy Spirit showed me. I was trying to figure out what to share. I was asked to share my testimony as well as share anything that the Lord may have given me for 2020. So as I sat down in my seat and just said, you know, Lord, show me what you want me to say immediately. And most, most of you know this, there'll be times you're sitting back and you ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. And when you do, you do get an awesome message. You might get a nugget or two, but once you start putting that pen on that paper, once you start taking the time to listen and focus and then put into words what you believe the Holy Spirit is sharing with you, it grows and expands, and before you know it, you've got a great message from the Lord. So, the first part is, the vision was of a journey. So when I say this, I'm gonna be talking to you, so picturing you, okay? So here it is, and I want you to picture this in your mind if you wanna close your eyes and listen to this so you can get a full visual of what I'm getting at, and just sit back and relax, and just think about what I'm sharing with you. So Jesus calls you on the phone, calls you. He says, hey, Fred, hey, Mary, hey, Barb, hey, Steve, hey, Andrew, Samantha, whatever your name may be, he'll say to you, we're going on a journey. I'm coming to pick you up. Bring all your baggage. Once you bring all your baggage from your past, just bring all your baggage, everything that's on your mind, bring it, pack it up, put it in some suitcases and bring it. I'm coming to pick you up. I'll see you tomorrow. So tomorrow comes, here he comes. Jesus rolls up in an SUV, beautiful SUV. He rolls up, you get excited, you're struggling though. 
you've got all your bags. You're dragging your bags, you know, you've got that one suitcase with the wheels on it that just won't cooperate and every time you go to pull it, it's always tipping to the side on you, but that's okay. You're pulling all your luggage, you've got all your baggage like Jesus said. You get up to the vehicle, you take your backpack off, you just put all that luggage to the side, you greet Jesus, which is absolutely amazing. After you greet Jesus, you notice an angel gets out of the back seat. He grabs all your bags, takes them to the back of the vehicle. And when he does, the next thing that happens, Jesus says to you, get in the passenger seat. So you get into the passenger seat, you're sitting there, and of course, out of curiosity, you're looking in your rearview mirror, you know, you want to see what's going on. You're kind of looking back. This is all exciting. You've got Jesus in the driver's seat. You've got an angel getting ready to load your baggage. So that's when Jesus hits his little button, and all of a sudden, the hatchback opens up. So now the hatchback is opening up, and the angel picks up all your baggage and he's just about to put all your baggage and things into the back of that SUV and immediately, sorry if that was too loud, Jesus pulls off without your baggage and you quickly panic and you look in the rearview mirror just to see that angel with your bags and he's waving to you. And then in that next second, Jesus puts his hand on your shoulder and he says to you, son, daughter, don't worry about that baggage. You are not going to need that baggage where we're heading. We're heading for a new journey, the journey that I called you on. And that was the vision. And that message is for someone right now, you're smiling because you're thinking, wow, Lay it at the Lord's feet. Lay it at his feet. Whatever worries, whatever struggles, whatever's going on in your life. 2020 rolls around. Don't even wait for 2020. If you see this before 2020 takes a turn and steps into that new year, do it before it even happens. Lay it at the Lord's feet. You're going to be called for a journey at such a time as this. You're going to take all your baggage, all the stuff from the past, all past hurts, all past whatevers. You're going to take it all. You're going to lay it at the Lord's feet. And then he's going to go on a journey with you. Because when you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you get the Holy Spirit. You get that deposit, like I said before, God's DNA within you. Ready to go and do the work of ministry, whatever he's called you to do. So keep that in mind, folks. I want you to really take that to heart. As you're stepping into 2020, I want you to do that. Sound good? So a few years ago, I, um, I've been blessed to be able to write for an organization called For God's Glory Alone Ministry, Pastor Dewey Moedi and the crew out of New Mexico. We've got a great team called Team Jesus, which is really cool. And we all write and inspire some send podcasts. You know, I do the podcasting thing. I also do writing. You've got Angel Murchison that does her daily prayer and different things like that. So you've got an amazing ministry. Go check it out sometime for God's Glory Alone Ministries. You won't be sorry. So I wrote a passage a few years ago. Get some glasses here because I want to go ahead and read it to you. And uh, it's entitled, which is very fitting with what we're actually talking about today, because what it's talking about is stop looking in the rearview mirror. Okay? 
Um, you can also go back and look in the archives and you'll actually see where I actually wrote this to. Uh, I'm going to deviate a little bit this time, you know, it's a new year coming up, but I'm going to read some of it to you as well as talk about it, share some verses. I've got some verses in here today that I want to share, and I just want to help equip you and get you ready for 2020 and show you some simple things you can do as the body of Christ, as a follower of Jesus Christ, where you can get out there and make an impact in your region, in this world, for Jesus. So, here it is. As we continue to move forward into 2019, I have an encouraging word for you about your past. Leave it in the past. As my title says, stop looking in the rearview mirror. If we drove down the road looking in the rearview mirror all the time, what's going to happen? We're going to get distracted. We're going to get confused. Yes, you're supposed to use your rearview mirror, but you're not supposed to stare in the rearview mirror all the time. If you're staring in your rearview mirror, what you end up doing is, as we all have done, we veer in the direction we're looking. So the more we're looking in the rearview mirror, the more we're looking at the past, the more we're getting off of the direction of where God has us going. God's path is this way. But you know how it is. I've been there. You've been there. We tend to start veering off in our own little way and going in a different direction because we're thinking about the past. We're thinking about what happened. We're thinking about what people have done to us. Whatever it may be, the bottom line is you lose focus on the direction that you're heading in. So remember, when you're looking in the rearview mirror, those things can happen. When you're looking at your past, you'll start feeling insecure, you start feeling unsafe, you start getting distracted. What happened when Peter walked on the water, right? He was walking on the water, he was focusing on Jesus, and then he lost sight because he started thinking about the storm and the water, and he lost focus on Jesus and started focusing on the storm and focusing on the water and he sank in the water. But thank God Jesus reached out his hand and brought him back up. And remember that, he's always there with you, okay? We must keep our eyes on what God has planned for us this coming year. It's very important. I want you to be encouraged as well when others try to remind you of your past, especially the enemy. Take a stand and be bold. And know, in the name of Jesus, I know where I'm headed. Remember, when Satan wants to remind you of your past, remind him of his future. And I've got my little thing up there. It says, not today, Satan. Not today. And remember that you're moving forward in what God has for you. Remember what Paul wrote to the church in Corinth in 2 Corinthians 5.17 where he said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. That's beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. This is the day the Lord has made for you. Get out there and do something. The prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And that's a prophetic word he is giving. God had said, and it starts off in verse 16. This is what the Lord says. So that's important as well. Remember, you're not alone. You have the Holy Spirit within you. 
Just rely on Him to guide you and get you through each day. It's very important. I want you to look forward to this year as a chance to focus more on the Lord and to be a, build a closer relationship with Him. Closer relationship with the Lord is very important. Commit to reading your Bibles and to sharing the good news about Jesus. Stop looking in the rearview mirror and look forward to an amazing adventure with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So there was that actual write-up I did. Very important, very powerful. Make sure you remember that. And so now the question is, what does this new journey look like in 2020? For you and for me. If we choose to go on it, that's important. We already talked about the luggage and, you know, Jesus coming and picking you up and going on a new journey. But what does that actually look like for you? Sometimes you have to sit down and think about it. You have to pray about it. Lord, what do you want me to do for you, for the kingdom on this earth? What do you want me to do? For starters, we need to be more Christ-like. It's very important. And you're sitting there, you're listening to this. You might be watching this. You might be watching this with people. You might be just alone listening to this. But either way, driving in your car, whatever it may be, I want you to put your pride aside. The same way I had to put my pride aside when I'm reading these things and writing these things and thinking about my personal relationship with the Lord. Being more Christ-like. Jesus said to love. The two greatest commandments in Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus answered by saying, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important commandment. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. So the first thing is love. And you've heard me talk about love so much that you're probably getting sick and tired of it. But you know what? Love is the first thing. Very important. So how do we love our neighbor? Why don't, for starters, why don't we show forgiveness? We need to forgive all those who have trespassed against us or sinned against us. Who has hurt you? Forgive them and ask the Holy Spirit to help you forgive. Now, some of you are saying, okay, Steve, great. So you want me to forgive someone who's done this to me or done that to me? Yes, God's word says to forgive. And I've talked about this before in previous podcasts. But here, remember this, it doesn't mean just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you have to go right back over and be their best buds. Face it, folks, we're all human. We're all human on this earth. It doesn't mean you're going to stick your hand right back in the toaster again. You stick your hand in the toaster, you get burned. doesn't mean, you know, hey, I, I forgive you, toaster, and I'm just an example. But, you know, you sit back and you say that, and it's like you forgive, and then you go on and you get on with your life. You love on, love that person, love whoever it is, but yes, you're gonna get on with your own life. Remember that, it's very important. Don't jump back into the fire. Okay, but I have something to share with you with that because as I talked before, I did a series on forgiveness. If you haven't listened to it yet, I encourage you to do so. But I want you to remember this. How many of you have recited the Lord's Prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know the one. We've all done it. We've all learned it. We've recited it many times. But here's the catch. Matthew 6, 12 says, And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And you're praying to the Lord about this. 
So you're saying to him, Lord, treat me the same way I treat others when it comes to forgiveness. So if you're not forgiving someone and you have unforgiveness in your heart for someone, then guess what? If you don't forgive someone, God's not going to forgive you. Don't just take my word for it. It's right here. Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Ouch. Powerful. Remember that. Very important. Forgive. And like I said, I'm just... These are things that I'm sharing with you, 2020, new start. How do you be more Christ-like? How can you walk more Christ-like? How can you be more effective in the kingdom on this earth? These are simple things. So what's the next thing? The next thing I want to share is be good to one another in 2020 and pray for the sick and the hurting. The hurting includes the hungry, those who have nothing, those who are really, really homeless. All these things are important. Acts 10, 37 and 38 states, You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism, that John proclaimed how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with them. So how do we become more Christ-like? How do we get more Christ-like in 2020? Go around and do good. Pray for the sick. Do good for one another. I mean, do good to others. You know what I mean? Love, forgiveness. Do good to others. Pray for one another. Pray for those who are sick. Not just the ones inside your little group. How about the ones who are hurting outside who don't even know the Lord? That is key. Where would Jesus have been if he was on the earth today? He'd be with the widows and the orphans. He'd be with the sick, the hurting, the lost, the suffering. And that leads us to our next point. Take care of the poor, the sick, the naked, the lost, and the unloved. How do we do that? What's a perfect example? What's instructions in God's word that actually teaches us this? That we don't have to sit and wait for God to say, hey, I want you to get up and go do this. We should already be able to do these things. It's already in his word on what's going to happen if we're not doing these things. Matthew 25, 34 through 40. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, and this is so important, folks. Please remember this important verse, verse 40. I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. When you did it to the least of one of these. That says a mouthful. 
In fact, I said that to my wife. I was sharing to her, we were on our way back from Holton, just excited about what God is doing. And we were sharing this together. And we were talking about that. And I mentioned about when you did this to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. And my wife said to me something powerful. She said, when you give to one of these, when you give to the poor, when you give to the needy, you're giving to Jesus. You're giving back to God. Remember that. I don't mean to point, but I'm just saying it's important. It's so important that we remember that when you give out of love, when you pull that money out and you give it to that homeless person on the street, and when you give out of your heart, you're giving to God. Remember that. That's very important. Sometimes people miss that point. We don't need to wait on God to do simple things like volunteer at a food pantry, volunteer at a soup kitchen, volunteer at the homeless shelter, give someone clothes, finances, or help a local ministry and organizations that are helping the poor, widows, or orphans. We don't need to wait on God to tell us to do that. Some people say, I'm just waiting on the Lord to tell me what to do. I'm not going to do anything until he tells me. And they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And if it's you, I'm sorry, but I'm just being fully honest. It's 2020 is on the way. It's time, folks. I do believe that God is sitting there going, okay, folks, I'm patient. I want to see everyone in the world come to know Jesus Christ. But you've got to get up and you've got to get out and you've got to show the love of Christ and you've got to share the gospel and you've got to start putting some clothes and some food in these hungry people's mouths. You've got to take care of the widows and orphans. It's time, folks. It really is. It's really time. James 1.27 reads, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for the orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt them and sorry and refuse to let the world corrupt you me too okay so that's another one of those things where you're sitting back and the lord says well done my good and faithful servant because you were out doing pure and genuine religion you were taking care of the orphans you were taking care of the widows the poor those who are hurting and suffering and you did not let the world corrupt you in the process and i know that's a challenge for all of us including me we have to stay focused sometimes we got to switch off the news we got to switch off different things and focus on the lord we have to do it and some of you and i'm almost done here some of you have heard of pastor sean white an amazing evangelist, great man of God. He tells his testimony. If you haven't heard his testimony, once again, his name is Sean White. And he has dreadlocks. White guy with dreadlocks, great guy, very encouraging, very inspirational. He gets out there and he hits the streets and he shares the word of God because he has nothing to lose because he knows where he's going and he wants to take as many people to the Lord as he can with him. And one of the things he said one time, and when we're talking about pure and, pure and adulterated religion is taking care of the widows and orphans. He said, who is a widow? Who is an orphan? He said, when it came to orphans, who is an orphan? And he said, anyone without a father, anyone without a heavenly father is a widow and an orphan. 
And I was like, wow, especially an orphan. I'm sorry, I keep saying a widow with that. I apologize. But an orphan, a fatherless individual. Some of you listening to this right now, you're orphans. But do you know that if you ask Jesus Christ into your life as your Savior and Lord, you will have a heavenly father. And that will change your life forever. So keep that in mind. And wrapping it up, the whole point of this, as you folks know, I'm an encourager. I always want to encourage you. I always want to lift you up. I always want to strengthen you so that you can get out and go forth and do what God's called you to do. He called us to do some things. Like I've said before, or in my book I wrote, Acts the Next Generation, I mentioned how people have gone to college for four years and they get out and do something. Many of us have sat in churches all over the world for years and 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 then even more years, and yet we're not getting out here and doing anything. It's time, folks. We need to put our feet down on the ground and say, okay, you know what? It's time to get out here. It's time to get going. It's time to do what God's Word has called me to do. It's time to not just read the Word and soak it up, it's time to read the word and get up and get going. You know what I mean? It's time. It's like, you know, being in the military. I was in the Air Force. You know, God bless all our veterans out there, first responders, all of you folks who put on the uniform and volunteer to do those things and to step up to the plate and help protect us. Thank God for you folks. But there's another army out there that's supposed to be rising up. And some are rising up. And that's the body of Christ. We're supposed to be taking this to the streets. We're supposed to be taking what we've learned in here, applying it in here and up here, and getting out and doing what this word has called us to do. Get out there, take care of the widows, the orphans, the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the ones in prisons, the ones in the hospitals, the ones in jail, prison, same thing. The bottom line is, it's time, folks. In 2020, I'm encouraging you, let's step up, let's get out there, represent Jesus Christ, and do what we're supposed to be doing. Remember, in the book of Acts, when you read the book of Acts, people looked at the apostles and the disciples walking on the earth, and they said, what are we going to do about these guys? They are turning the world upside down. Well, look at us now. We can't even get united and flip a pancake together. And that's my little joke, but it's a true statement. We can't even get a group of, we can't even get thousands of people together and unite together as one that are followers of Jesus Christ and do some things together and take the world by storm and help these agencies. There's amazing agencies out there that are struggling, trying to make ends meet, trying to budget what little bit of money they have to help the poor. What about if the body of Christ stepped up and we also poured finances into these organizations and helped them do what originally the body of Christ was supposed to be doing? Just something to think about, folks. 2020, you know the calling God has for you on your life. I'm praying in a few minutes that he speaks to you, reminds you of what he called you to do so you can be an amazing vessel for this kingdom. Let's link arms together. Let's get out here and be the true body of Christ. It's time to get up, folks. It's time to step out. 2020. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for being able to share this message today. Lord, I bless the hearers and the seers out there that are taking this video in, that are taking this podcast in, that you'll just bless them. 
Heavenly Father, protect them, keep them safe as they go out, because there's many out there. We've got the Christian martyrs that are out there just doing your work, Lord. Protect them and keep them safe as they continue to do that. Heavenly Father, strengthen the rest of us as we step up, and the ones that aren't stepping up, Lord, that you'll speak to them through the Holy Spirit to just give them the proper guidance they need, give them the confidence they need, give them the encouragement they need to be able to step out and do what you call them to do. We all have gifts in the body of Christ. It's time for all of us to step up and actually use them as we're supposed to be doing so that people will come to know you, Lord, so that Jesus will be preached, Jesus will be shared on the streets, not just inside buildings, but on the streets, people need to see you, Lord, in the people out on the streets, feeding them, clothing them, doing what needs to be done to help step up ministry so that folks can come to you. So, Lord, I just bless, I pray a blessing over each and every individual listening to the sound of my voice right now and watching this video. I pray a mighty, powerful blessing over each and every one of them. And all those who are out there who are nodding their heads that are already, yes, yes, Steve, I'm already out here doing this. Bless them, Lord, with even more of an anointing as they continue to faithfully get out there and do what you call them to do. I would just thank you so much, Lord. I do not take this for granted, being able to share these messages. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for relevance for today, for the ministry that's going to reach people all over the world, for the name and the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the blessings. And we thank you for everything in Jesus' precious holy name. There you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm pumped. I am so excited about 2020 and being able to share more podcasts, do more interviews. In fact, Steve Young and I are getting together on New Year's Day. We're going to do a couple of podcasts together and you're going to get to hear from him. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to have Barb on here and a few other people. I'm excited. Shout out to Josh. Had a great talk with Josh DeMerchant. It was a blessing. It was just an honor just to be standing there. We were talking together about life. And as we were talking, we probably did two podcasts, not recorded, but literally we were talking about the ways of the world, about life, about loving one another. And it was an amazing talk, Josh. God bless you, brother. I know you're gonna be listening soon. I'm gonna have him on the show as well when time comes on. But I just wanna let you folks know, be encouraged. 2020 is gonna be an amazing year. I'm excited. I'm excited for what God's gonna do in your life. I'm excited for what God's gonna do in my life. Remember, leave your baggage at 2019. Go into 2020 bag-free, stress-free, hurt-free. Let's focus on what God's got for us. Get around people who are hurting. Get around people who are suffering. People need the love of Jesus Christ, folks. With that being said, love you all. Take care of yourselves. God bless. Peace.